0: Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. Let's go to sunny San Diego, California, the beer capital of the world. Our guest is Robert Farrington of The College Investor, where he runs the number one resource to help people crush student loan debt and start building real wealth for their future. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash San Diego. Let's start the show. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Don't you just hate waiting in line for security at the airport? Me too. Even the pre-check lines are slammed most of the time today. That's why I use Clear to skip the lines and get to my flight quicker. For my listeners, I've actually worked out a special deal where you can try Clear for free for two months. This is a limited time offer, so go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Hey, Robert, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing today, Lee? Everything's great. It's a little cloudy over here in Nashville, but I'm sure it's sunny over there in San Diego, right? It is another gorgeous San Diego day here. (laughs) Nice. So what brings you to San Diego? What's your background with San Diego? So I was
1: actually born and raised here in San Diego. Uh, I grew up here. I went to college here. I worked here. I've traveled to other areas of the country, and uh, I just love it here. And so I'm, I'm happy to stay here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Orange County, and Orange County obviously is well known for its awesome weather, but I have to say that San Diego probably has a beat. I mean,
1: Orange County is great now, but yeah, San diegos you know, a little more condensed than Orange County. So I think you got the great weather and you got a lot of other things to do. Speaking of the weather, what's the best time of the year to visit San Diego? Well, I mean, as you guys know, it's very stereotypical. San Diego has great weather year round, but, you know, if you want it to be a little cooler and possibly the few chances of rain we do get are usually in January to April. September and October are typically the hottest months of the year, but you know, we're talking about a range from like the sixties to the eighties, so it's nothing crazy, but it really kind of depends on what you're looking for. So if you want great beach weather, July and August are the time to come. If you, you know, just want a nice 70 degrees, like the spring or the fall are the best times to come, but you can't go wrong year round.
0: (laughs) When people fly into San Diego or come to visit, is it like a car town? Do you need a car to get around or is there public transportation? So San Diego is 100% a car town. Like we do have some public
1: transportation. We have buses and we have a trolley line, but it is definitely not conducive to that. They don't go to everywhere you want it to go. There are very long commute times if you do try to take public transportation. So plan to drive or plan to ride share. San Diego has a ton of ride sharing options. You can get Uber and you can get Lyft at the airport. So I know like some cities have been cracking down on that, but ride sharing is probably the way to go or you got to rent a car.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you mentioned the the San Diego airport, that's actually one of the great airports to actually fly out of California or fly into because it's not congested like LAX. I know that when I've gone to to Hawaii or when other friends have gone, I've actually recommended they fly out of San Diego instead of LAX. And my buddy saved $1,000 on airfare by flying out of San Diego instead of LAX.
1: And that's awesome. And I think people don't realize that. So you can come from pretty much anywhere in the country nonstop. You can fly anywhere in the country nonstop from San Diego. And the cool thing with San Diego's airport is it's right in the heart of everything. So unlike some airports where you got to take like a 40 minute shuttle ride to get to the city, like you literally walk out of San Diego's airport and you could walk to some great restaurants from the airport if you wanted to walk 10 minutes or it's like a 10 minute Uber or Lyft to like the heart of
0: downtown. So when people are coming to San Diego, is there certain places better to stay than others?
1: It really depends on like what you're looking to do. So if you are, you know, looking to enjoy the beaches and Balboa Park and the downtown scene, like I really think you should stay downtown or in the gas lamp corridor. You know, there's also some hotels along different beaches in San Diego, on Coronado, on Mission Bay that are fantastic. A lot of people, you know, get lured into Mission Valley and Mission Valley does have a lot of hotels and they're typically lower priced, but there's nothing to do there. So you'll have to drive everywhere and uh, nothing's really walkable if you stay in the Mission Valley area. So I think if you, you know, spend the extra 20 to $30 a night and stay downtown or stay in Mission Beach or Coronado along the beach area, regardless of whether you're with your family or by yourself, I think you'll enjoy those areas the most.
0: Nice. Yeah. One of my favorite hotels in San Diego is the Kenton Solomar and it's right near the Petco Park. Right downtown. It's great. Yeah. So Petco Park just has one of the friendliest type of stadiums, you know, in the US, right? Yeah. So you know what? Let's ignore
1: the Padres for a second because they're not amazing <laughs> to watch. But you know what? If you like a baseball game, San Diego has one of the coolest stadiums in the country. It's in the heart of downtown. But what makes it really cool is it has so many food and drink options that you could just spend the whole time walking the park and sampling like different amazing foods. And it's so walkable. Like if you stay at like the Kimpton or any of those downtown hotels, you could literally walk right to the park. It's like a five minute walk. You'll probably have no problem getting tickets. You know, the park even has this cool like if you don't want to get a seat and you just want to walk around for like $10, you can get just a pass to go into the park and you can just stand and eat food and drink and walk through the park and watch the game from standing areas, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is super cool. Plus, obviously it's a nice money saver because Game tickets can get quite expensive nowadays, especially if you're going there with your family.
1: Totally. And then if you have kids too, they have this cool grassy area that's like behind left field or behind center field. And the kids can just run around. There's a bar right there. There's a bunch of food options. And you can see the game. It's like on a hillside and the kids can just run. And, you know, it's good for an hour, right? You know, especially if you have younger kids, they're not going to be able to sit there a whole game.
0: It sounds perfect for families because you got beer and food and you got a place for kids to run around because, you know, I have young kids and I don't remember how old your kids are, but if you try to sit there you know, in a normal seat, they're just going to get the wiggles and they're going to be wanting to run around and do things. You're going to have to get up out of your seat anyway, so you might as well go hang out in a grassy area like that.
1: Exactly. It's a lot of fun. They even have like a little miniature like, ballpark there that they can run the bases and play D ball and stuff. It's
0: kind of cute. That is super cool. Speaking of food, like, what's going on in the food scene in San Diego? So San Diego is huge in the food
1: and craft beer. I think it's the craft beer capital of the United States. I know like Portland, Oregon tries to like take that from us, but no, San Diego is definitely where it's at for craft beer and it's got a huge food scene. So if you're a foodie, like San Diego is where it's at. San Diego has great Mexican food, has great like spins on American cuisine, has great seafood. So depending on what you're feeling, like there are so many great food and beer choices that you can enjoy in San Diego. Like we said, downtown is a cool place to stay because it's got a lot of happenings. Like the food kind of congregates in two areas of San Diego, the downtown gas lamp quarter and along the Bayfront right there. And then part two is it has an area called La Jolla, which is about... 15 minutes north of San Diego, which has another great food scene. So depending on what you're looking for, there's tons of great restaurants in San Diego.
0: Nice. And for the listeners who may not know exactly where San Diego is, it's actually right on the border between the US and Mexico. So there's a lot of Mexican influence into the food culture there in, in San Diego, right? Totally. Yeah. So if you're in downtown San Diego, it's about a 20 minute drive south
1: to hit Tijuana and get into the Mexican border. So You can't get more authentic Mexican food than you can in San Diego, unless you go into Mexico.
0: (laughs) And when people are in San Diego, you know, there's obviously, like you talked about the Padres used to have the chargers, unfortunately, unfortunately (laughs) you lost them, but there's still a lot of other things to do also for families. Totally. I
1: mean, of course, San Diego's got the beach, right? So if you want to surf, snorkel, lay in the sand, there are some amazing beaches here in San Diego. My favorite is Coronado. It doesn't have as many amenities along the beach, but it's probably got the nicest sand and best waves in San Diego. And then Encinitas as well has great sand and great waves. If you want a touristy beach, you know, Mission Beach and Pacific Beach are where it's at for the tourist Right off the sand, there's tons of bars, tons of restaurants. You know, Mission Bay, Mission Beach even has a roller coaster, like right on the beach. So that's pretty cool. You know, we also have all the theme parks, right? So we have Legoland, we have SeaWorld, we have a water park called Aquatica, we have the zoo, we have Balboa Park. There's so many different attractions that you can get from when you're in San Diego that's not just the beach as well.
0: For sure. And you actually shared with me an opportunity to save a bunch of money when you're going to go to those theme parks. Yeah, so if
1: you're interested in theme parks and you have a family, make sure you stop in a San Diego Costco. So most times of the year, San Diego has like a cheap park hopper pass, which lets you go to, I believe it's like your choice of four. So like the zoo, animal park, Legoland, SeaWorld, the water park, and you get like a four-day park hopper pass for a really great deal. And it's cool because it's across the different parks. They're not all owned by the same company. The zoo is
0: nonprofit, but like. You can definitely go across these parks, but you gotta stop into a San Diego Costco. I mean, when I lived in Orange County, we actually had season passes to the zoo and to the wild animal park rather than like a Disneyland pass, just because I looked at it as I'd rather my kids, you know, learn about animals, see how they interact with themselves and in more of a nature setting over at the the Safari Park, more than just going on the same ride for the thirtieth time over at Disneyland.
1: I totally get you. And you know, I love the zoo. San Diego zoo is like world renowned and they just opened some new exhibits. And like, it's one of my favorite places to go. It's so beautiful. There's so many cool animals. Like, and the kids usually just love it. There's just, you know, so much to see there. It's so awesome.
0: Yeah. One of the cool things at the Safari Park is actually seeing the cheetahs race every afternoon.
1: Yes, they have the little race course for the cheetahs which is so cool and like, you know, I also think it's cool like you take that tram ride around the like the safari, like around the Serengeti that they have and you can just see the giraffes and the elephants like walking out like they would in Africa, but you know, it's right here in San Diego.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that obviously the zoos have like their enclosures and the normal things that happen at a zoo, but the Safari Park is like a a far different experience than you have at any zoo I've ever been at. Totally. Cause it's just, it's so massive. It's awesome. And one of the things that's really cool is that sometimes it's even, even if you're just visiting for a handful of days, you may be better off just getting a season pass to one of them because you can get admission to the zoo and the safari park. If you get the season pass for one or the other.
1: Totally. And then there's some different passes too. So if you have family, you can get a pass that comes with like a free ticket and like the kids can get in free. So you just got to do the math and see what the
0: different specials are and how many people you're traveling with and it could make a lot of sense. For sure. And right now we're recording this in September and one of the awesome things about San Diego is they have kids free October. Yep. What type of things can they get into for free during that month?
1: Yeah, so you get the San Diego Zoo, you get discounted tickets at Legoland, there's multiple kids free offers at SeaWorld, you can play ride free at Belmont Park birch aquarium we didn't talk a little bit about that but it's an awesome aquarium right there in la jolla the midway and then also all the museums in balboa park i believe are free as well for kids free october all the san diego museums which balboa park is awesome because the zoo is right there but they also have so many cool museums that are so fun to check out they have the air and space museum My favorite is the Model Railroad Museum, which I'm kind of a model railroad, you know, novice, but I I really like. And then they have like the Natural History Museum. They have the Ruben H. Fleet Science Center, which is so fun. They have all these things for the kids to do in there. So Balboa Park has these great museums like right outside the zoo, which are just awesome to go check out.
0: Oh, that sounds like so much fun, especially, you know, if you're going there with your family. And like you said, October is... One of the more warmer months of San Diego? It's usually the hottest month of the year, usually. Okay. But still, San Diego is close to the ocean. You get the ocean breeze. The hot is like relative, right?
1: Hot is relative. It's, you know, 80s, low 80s when you're in the Balboa Park area.
0: Earlier, we were talking a little bit about food. And you mentioned there's a, so much wonderful food in San Diego, but we didn't really kind of get into any of the places that you recommend. Sure. No, definitely. So one of my favorite spots, if you're in the gas lamp quarter, is uh, in Seaport
1: Village, and they have a Mexican restaurant called Poisto, which I think you went there with me, Lee. They have phenomenal street tacos. They have margaritas, some of the best Mexican in town. They also have a second location in La Jolla. You know, if you want American food, there's some awesome places in the gas lamp. Some that come to mind are like Seersucker and stuff, and they have higher price points, but they're such good food that you would just really enjoy it. You know, like I said, all the food kind of enclaves in the Gaslamp Corridor, Seaport Village along the coast there, and then up in the La Jolla area as well. And a lot of these nicer restaurants have locations in both, which it's a lot of fun. If you can get to any of them, they're great.
0: Awesome. Yeah, like one of my favorite places in San Diego, and, and maybe I'm jumping ahead here as far as when we talk later on about pizza, but my favorite place in, in San Diego whenever I come down there to eat is a Pizza Port. Yeah, there you go. To me, they just have amazing pizza and awesome craft brews. And like the cheesy beer buddies are by far like the best thing at the place.
1: Yeah, I know. Pizza Port's phenomenal. And they have a couple locations right in town. So they have the one in Ocean Beach, it's like three blocks from the sand in Ocean Beach. And they have a couple, I think, in Encinita and Solana Beach, which are, you know, about 20 to 30 minutes north of San Diego, which they have such good pizza. Another of my favorite pizza spots is Buena Forchetta. They're very classic Italian pizza, and they're located in South Park, San Diego, which is right next to Balboa Park. And they also have another restaurant in Liberty Station, which Liberty Station is a very trendy, fun area with a lot of food places. And it's pretty close to the San Diego airport, just north of it,
0: right in Point Loma area. The food scene is amazing. You know, my wife and I, we always kind of struggle as far as Picking where we're going to eat when we come down there, just because there's just so many fantastic options. There is. And that's the cool thing is like, depending on where you are, I guarantee you that there
1: is an awesome food place within like 10 minutes of your location. So if you're in downtown, you're surrounded by it. But even if you're in other parts of San Diego, like you're no more than 10 minutes away from awesome cuisine.
0: (laughs) So we were talking earlier about like where to stay and some of the things to do, like say if you're young and you're single, you're going on a trip without kids Where should you go versus going there with a family?
1: So if you're coming here without kids, you should definitely stay downtown in the Gaslamp Quarter. You know, you talked a little bit about the Kimpton. There's some other awesome hotels right downtown. And why you should stay downtown is that you're a 10-minute Uber from the beaches, from the zoo, from anything like that you want to go see. But you're walkable to great restaurants and great bars that are a ton of fun. So it has a vibrant nightlife feel, music, different things that are right there in the downtown area. But it's a quick drive to get anywhere you want to go. And you don't have to worry about car seats or anything like that. So just hop in your Uber and go.
0: Nice. And then when you're
1: with a family, where would you recommend staying? You know, it depends. If you have older kids and you don't mind driving 10 minutes, I think, you know, staying downtown is great because there's still so much walkable and you're so close to everything. But if you're there more on a beach vacation, you know, consider staying at like the hilton san diego resort on mission bay which is you know great for kids and it's right along mission bay so you're close to the beach and you're close to everything but you know you still have to drive i said san diego is a driving city so you know just be prepared rent the right car for your family and realize that you're probably gonna have to drive most places in town
0: Oh, for sure. And I think just recently the Hilton Del Coronado turned into a Hilton property, right? You know, I don't know. I know they were talking, they've rebranded a couple of times, but the
1: Hotel Del is a really pretty hotel. I will say it's older though. So, you know, and it's the only kind of thing out there. So great beach and everything, but it's a little bit longer drive because you're on the Island of Coronado. I think it's a fun thing to do, but I don't know if you want to have your whole trip out there.
0: Okay. Yeah. So maybe it's like a, a one or two night stay there for that experience. And if you want to experience everything else that's going on in San Diego, maybe you stay downtown or or near one of the attractions that you're hitting up. Exactly. And if you are like going to do Legoland or
1: something, you know, Legoland just opened a brand new hotel, but there's also a La Costa, the Omni La Costa, which is a gorgeous property, like a five minute drive from the Legoland resort. And, you know, that's in North County. So you got to realize Legoland is probably a 30 minute drive from downtown going north. But the cool thing is, is that some of these other restaurants we talked about, Encinitas and Carlsbad and different things are right by Legoland. And there's a lot of great restaurants and things to see and some great beaches up there as well
0: perfect so you got a little daytime action for the kids at the park and then nighttime action for the parents that have some awesome food after dealing with the theme parks all day exactly well hey everybody we got all this and more in the show notes but now it's time for the final countdown so robert if a travel only had time for one meal in in san diego where should they go and what should they eat like we said we should go to poisto so it's only about eight minute
1: uber from the airport and you should eat some street tacos there. They do change their tacos every month but I have never found one that's wrong and bad. They are all phenomenal.
0: Yeah my my mouth's watering right now. It's almost lunchtime right now and I'm ready to shout out. Tell me one of your most memorable stories of being in San Diego.
1: You know the great thing about San Diego is that it's just always so many great things here. So some of the things that I really love is some of the beaches are dog friendly. So we'll take the family, we'll take our dog and we'll go down to the beach and The dogs will run and the kids will play in the sand. And it's just always such a nice time. San Diego is such a laid back city. So, you know, we really just enjoy relaxing here.
0: So so pretty much your entire life. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Nice. And uh, when people are coming to to San Diego, where's the happiest happy hour?
1: I really enjoy Rustic Root. Rustic Root is this cool little bar and restaurant. It's in the Gaslamp Quarter. So there's a lot going on. But what really makes it fun is it has really great happy hour specials, but it takes place on their rooftop. And so it's this fun little rooftop bar and they have these overhang and they can pull it back and you can enjoy like sunset in downtown. So it's it's probably one of the coolest bar locations and it has great specials as well.
0: That sounds awesome. I I can just picture it right now from the rooftop there. Does it have views of the water? You know, I don't think you get views of the water. Maybe you get like a sliver of the
1: water, but uh, you get views of the bustling gas lamp corridor that's kicking off and it's a lot of fun and it's usually great weather, so it's great.
0: One of the things we want to pair with happy hour is oftentimes pizza. So where's the best pizza in town? We already talked a little bit about it. Like the best
1: pizza in town is probably Pizza Port. You know, there's a couple locations. Another one of my favorite is Urban, it's R-U-B-N. Of course, you gotta spell it a little fancy and they have these really cool wood fire pizzas. I think there's one in Ocean Beach and there's a couple around town as well. And they have great brews and you know, great pizza. And then if you're out late in the Gaslamp Quarter and you just need a pizza at like 2 a.m., right there on Fifth Avenue next to the Tavoli Bar is a little hole-in-the-wall pizza place that's just a pizza ordering window, and they have great pizza for late-night pizza cravings.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> definitely after a night of drinking and having fun with your friends, Getting a little something to, in your belly before you heading off to sleep is a good idea. Yep. <laughs> so, Robert, thanks for being on the show. We really appreciate you know, all your knowledge of San Diego. Tell us a little bit about what's going on at your website and what it is it you do. Yeah, so I run thecollegeinvestor.com and
1: uh, we talk all about helping millennials get out of student loan debt and start investing in building wealth for the future. So right here, based in San Diego and love helping people just take
0: control of their financial lives. Nice. So if you're in college or you still got loans from college, Robert's the man for you. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah. So besides the blog at
1: thecollegeinvestor.com, you can hit us up on Instagram at the college investor. You can go to our Facebook page or a YouTube channel and check it out. And if you like to listen, if you don't like to read, well, we have the College Investor Audio Show as well on your favorite audio platform. And we have very short format, you know, six to 10 minute episodes almost every day about whatever we're talking about for the day.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'm going to have to tune in. Uh, We still got a little student loans over here from my wife and and my education. We'll have to tune in and, and see what we can get some extra tips. So again, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate everything you shared with us and we'll have all the links in the show notes from Robert's site, as well as everything that we talked about today. Awesome. Thanks, Lee. It was great to be here. When I lived in Southern California, one of our favorite staycation destinations was San Diego. The weather is always beautiful. And as Robert mentioned, there are some amazing beaches, breweries, and zoos to explore and enjoy. So what was your favorite thing you learned about San Diego? Please let us know in the show notes at wetravelthere.com forward slash San Diego or log into the We Travel There podcast community on Facebook. Join us in the next episode when Michelle Jackson shares an amazing secret. The winters in Denver, Colorado are so mild that there's over 330 days of sunshine every year. We hope you'll join us when we travel there.